Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. When my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the monster mash. Hi there, welcome back. Kate Daly Show. It was a graveyard smash. <sighs> you know, watching his face contort... Uh, Bobby Pickett, as he did that song, I swear you would thought he was possessed. It was a great rendition of that song. Uh, welcome back, Kate Daly Show, and uh, please get to Birch. Text them ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight. Text my name, Kate. It's such an easy thing to do. Just do it. Just get the information so you know some of the options and loopholes you have, and then also get over to balanceofnature.com. And the reason I say that is because I've been taking this product a long time. And I'm telling you that it'll help your immune system greatly. There is very, there, there's hardly anything like this on the marketplace. And they grow their own fruits and vegetables. And then they dial that down into six caplets, uh, three veggie, three fruit. And it's the, it's the equivalent of 31 fruits and vegetables every 24 hours, every day going into your system. Okay, so that's part of the multivitamin. I, I, that's what makes up my multivitamin is balance of nature. So... Please go get Balance of Nature because you're going to feel a lot better. Your immune system's doing double time right now to try to keep up. Yeah, oh, please. my gosh. And so give it some help, okay? Give it some help. And uh, Balance of Nature, if you put in the code Kate, got to put in our name because it's a twofer, right? You help us stay on the air, and then also you're helping yourself and your family. But what's amazing about it is the fact that um, you'll get 35% off in free shipping. So it is a wonderful, wonderful product. I can't tell you enough because I tell everybody about it off the air. That's how much I love it. Balanceofnature.com. Um, okay. We will take some of your experiences in, uh, dealing with a ghost or two. Uh, cause I want to hear, don't you? I kind of oh, yeah. want to hear people. Have you ever dealt with a ghost? Yeah. You have? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. My uh, grandfather. Your grandfather? What happened? Well, he just, he hung around. I mean, yeah. like uh, in his bedroom, if you were in there, mm-hmm. my mother was a smoker. She'd be sitting there and we'd be talking and the cigarette would just fly out of the ashtray. My grandfather died of lung cancer. Whoa. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's freaky. That is freaky. I wonder if there's anyone that really hasn't ever had an experience because it would, that would be, so a couple of weeks ago on a Friday show, we did more of the spiritual nature of this. And this really, what I'm asking is haunted with ghosts, with all of that. Have you ever had an experience like that? Um, because there's lots of places in DC where this has been going on. They say Woodrow Wilson haunts his old home where he spent the last years of his life. Staff members of the house have reported seeing the former president's, um, of, you know, um, personage, uh, sitting in a rocking chair along with the sound of a man walking with a cane. That's mm. weird. Okay. Woodrow Wilson. That's interesting. Um, and the National Building Museum. Totally creepy, especially at night if you add in the stories of the ghosts that haunt the halls. So that's kind of interesting, too. And then the Old Stone House, oldest house in Washington, has one of the scariest ghosts in the city. And according to the stories, the ghost named George reportedly pushes and chokes visitors. So you might not want to actually stop at this haunted house. I'm like, what? Yeah. And uh, the son of Francis Key Scott, right? Um, Philip Barton Key 
Um, also legend has it that he had an affair with the wife of his friend and the friend having discovered the affair shot him three times and key later died of a gunshot wound. And then if you're in the park at night, you keep an eye out for his ghost walking in the square. Creepy town. Yeah. Oh gosh. You yeah, know, I think a lot of that kind of stuff, a lot of people, even if they mm-hmm. maybe haven't, haven't experienced this, believe yeah. it. Yeah. And that explains why the movie the sixth sense was so such a hit i think so yeah i see dead people yes absolutely. i don't see dead people anymore though no i see brain dead people <laughs> I see brain dead. <laughs> <laughs> so you're seeing more zombies <laughs> than ghosts is that what you're saying you know what's really bad what's is up? i saw a zombie once they Did were hunt, hunting for brains to eat <laughs> they walked right past me <laughs> <laughs> Uh, voice of uh, John Quincy Adams can be heard shouting no near the speaker's lobby of the house of the floor of the House of Representatives. Um, he voted no on a resolution, then promptly collapsed at his desk. Yeah, uh, this is uh, John Quincy Adams. So he was moved to the speaker's lobby. He fell into a coma, died two days later. So you can hear him continuously say no late at night. That would fr- that would freak you out, right? Yeah. Okay, that would be freaky. Um, give us a call. This one guy said that during, uh, one gal, I'm sorry. One gal said during the eighties and nineties, they worked for the house defense subcommittee on appropriations when hearing, um, when hearings or bills were submitted on the house floor, they'd be working on these long hours, 18 hours a day. And then they worked closely with the Senate defense subcommittee appropriations. When you're spending billions, it's a, you have to spend a lot of time per day. Hours. Um, (laughs) the The job required high security. So this person would have to courier documents in the wee hours of the morning. Um, and in some of the rooms of the Capitol, they had no lighting on at all. And so that was kind of eerie. But as this person would walk to and from the House and the Senate sides, they would he- always hear somebody walking behind them and stop every time they stopped. And when they turned around, nothing was there. But they could, they could consistently hear the footsteps behind them as they curried paperwork back and forth. That'd freak you out. Yep. I definitely think so. Absolutely. All right. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey. Hi. Talking about ghosts, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I've never seen or felt one. Uh-huh. Heard one. Really? So my family and other people seem to. So, but, uh, really? Interesting. Um, not one, not oh one God. occurrence with any kind of something you can't explain like that? Oh, just the holy one, but that's about it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> anyway. Okay. that does. Anyway, my grandmother, however. Uh-huh was way into genealogy, yeah, and she had lots of spirits following her around, pleading wow. her to do their work. Whoa, and wow, interesting. Thank you for that. Later, That's a- later on in the year, she yeah. uh, actually had more people appear to her and help her through that work. Wow, so, thank you for that. That's amazing. Um, there, if speaking, okay, speaking of some, so this person was working at a, at a hospital, Fresh out of nursing school, okay? Got their first job. Fairly large hospital department. um, Six-bed cardiac ICU. And it overlooked the city capitol building in D.C. And it was a really nice unit, this this gal said. And she said, I started working 12-hour shifts. So the hospital I worked at had four other ICUs, always full. So my unit ended up being code bed, meaning that if someone someone, uh, had arrested or went downhill fast, they came to us, okay? So, you know, tricky unit Mm -hmm. because people were dying... She'd been there about a year. 
no stranger to death. Each patient of hers had died on her shift and usually on their you know way out. The families were by their side and the DNR order was signed and the funeral home was ready to pick up um, pick up the body. It was rarely ever a surprise. One, uh, so this person went on a nice two week long vacation, right? Um, and, uh, she was off for a few days and then coming back, um, basically, uh, every patient who was admitted to this one particular room after she got back from vacation had died this one particular room out of the, out of the rooms. So people were, you know, they kind of, she kind of shook it off. She was like, well, everybody dies in that room, but okay. That's kind Mm. of strange, but you know, I mean, it is an ICU. So then she said that room four was empty and that it would serve as code bed for the night on the particular night she returned. So at 2 a.m., she got a call saying that they had someone to fill the open bed. The ICU downstairs was now going to be code bed. So we were getting this, you know, run of the mill, you know, kind of, you know, thing, nothing to get excited about. So we get the patient admitted and all settled in room four. And he was a gentleman, 50 years old, and his wife was with him and uh, got her some blankets. And around 3.30, she was watching the monitors and the cameras in each room. And all the patients were fast asleep. And the cameras all cycled through out about three seconds, each one on each small TV. So just like a cycle of three seconds, you could mm-hmm. see each room. One was fine. Room two was fine. Room three, three was fine. Room four, there was someone in there. It cycled too quickly for me to get a good look, she said. So the doors of the unit were locked and maybe the other nurse let his wife back in. Okay, well, maybe that was what what she saw. She walks down the hall, glances inside. No one's there. Okay. This is a true story. So she goes back to her desk. It was late. Maybe she was just seeing things. She continues to watch the screen. Room one, room two, room three, room four. I was, she said, I wasn't imagining anything. There was someone in room four. There was a person standing in the corner by the window and their figure was kind of draped in shadow, but it was definitely a human figure. And she said, I could not move my body. She goes, I couldn't even talk. And she said, then it cycled through again. I saw it again. And she said, this time it was closer to the patient's bed, maybe two or three feet from the bed. And the hairs on the back of her neck just stood up. And she said the next time it cycled through the cameras again, it was even closer to the patient. And it stood in the light coming from the hallway. But despite the light all around it, it was still shrouded in darkness. It cycled through again. It was right next to the bed. Her heart started pounding. She could barely speak to the nurse on the other end of the desk. And she said, as soon as my words formed, I was able to make out some kind of noise to get her attention. The alarm on the monitor went off, signaling that the patient had cardiac arrested. The overheard uh, system came on. It said a cart is needed in CCU room number four. So people poured into the, the into this room, doctors, nurses, everybody, respiratory therapists, they all rushed into the room. But I, she goes, I couldn't move. Cycled, the cameras cycled through the rooms again. Room four comes up. And this time the lights were on and there were 10 to 15 people surrounding the bed doing CPR. Someone went to get his wife in the, in the waiting room, but there it was on the opposite corner of dark figure watching the scene play out, just standing there on the camera. The man died of a heart attack and room four was uh, blessed that morning, right on schedule. And I put in my two weeks notice <laughs> is what she said. Really? Yeah. It sounds to me like that was just death. Yeah. Coming to collect. Right? I, right? Um, it, that would freak you out if you sure. kept seeing the same figure. I mean, she didn't just see it in one little glimpse. She kept seeing it over and over again. That would freak mm. you out. Well, completely. it matches the story about death. 
<laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. The, the figure of death. I, I sort of have this like reminiscent scene from Ghost coming into my mind right now with Patrick Swayze, right? Demi yeah. Moore. Yeah. Um, yeah, where the guy, the figure shows up, but the guy goes out screaming. Remember? Uh, anyway. That's the dark death. That's the dark. Well, this was a shadowy <laughs> yeah, figure. Yeah. I don't, it was very strange. And I wonder how many of you have had experiences like this. I sure would like to, to hear from you. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, Kate hey. Milty. Yeah. How are you guys? Good. Good. Go right ahead. I want to hear. Okay. All right. So one time I was in the basement with my best friend and my little sister mm-hmm. and we were just hanging out and we were in kind of a great room. But off to the side were some doors that were like closet doors leading into another room. And in order to close them, you had to push them from the inside of the room, the side okay. that we were in. Mm-hmm. Well, one, we were just hanging out, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they flew open. Really? Nothing was behind it. We were all alone in the house. My parents were gone. It was in the evening. Mm-hmm. And my little sister just darted up the stairs, took off. And my friend and I were frozen. We were just frozen yeah. solid. We couldn't even move. And then all of a sudden, they slammed shut all mm-hmm. the way closed. And like I said, in order to close them all the way, you had to be on our side of the room. To this day, we don't know what it was. <laughs> oh my my best friend and I still talk about it. And we just, we had no clue what it was. But there Whoa. was not one thing visible. But it was just the freakiest thing. But you can't explain it. So there you go. Thank you. No explanation. Ooh, freak. You're freaking <laughs> me out. Creepy. Yeah, thank you for the call. Thanks. Really appreciate it. There was, uh, there was this story. This is a true story. It involves uh, a, a person that you've read about in the news. My friend said she was going to tell her story about her parents' first date. This is a first date story. She said she didn't like telling her story since it was actually true. The parents had spent a nice, awkward first date around that time up in Provo Canyon, Utah. And, uh, and it, they, they basically uh, went up to the canyon and um, they, they said, let's go on a midnight hike up in this Provo Canyon. Apparently knew the place since he'd gone about a fair amount of rock climbing. So the two went to the, ca- to the canyon, got out of their cars, first date, mind you, and uh, started hiking under the light of the stars. And at some point, the male gets a bad feeling about the path ahead. And, um, and it would be dark, right? And, and it, be, it was getting late. He ignores the feeling and presses on. And later, rehearsing the story, the female would say she had the exact same feeling at the exact same time. Don't go down this pathway. And, um, but she didn't know the trail like he did, so she went along with him, didn't voice anything. Feeling comes back to the guy. He ignores it again, starts walking a bit on the way into the trees. When his foot hits something soft in the middle of the path, under the trees, it was too dark to see what this was. So the feeling came back stronger than ever. Get out of this canyon and inside, finding that his foot had, you know, bumped into. They both agreed to hightail it out of there because they couldn't, they didn't know what was on the ground. And it just freaked him out, the bad feeling and everything. Years later, they were watching an interview with serial killer Ted Bundy in response to a question Um, asked him to describe the time he felt closest to being caught. He explained that the night that he lured a girl into Provo Canyon had just killed her, heard some people coming up on the trail. He explained how he hid in the trees just in time, only to watch some guy walk right into the body he had just killed and for some reason turned around and walked away. (laughs) True story. (laughs) Isn't that a freaky true story, though? Oh, you guys, listen to those feelings. Be right yep. back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Be right back. Hey.
Hey guys, if you love this show, please follow this advice. Go text Birch 989898 and text my name, Kate. You're going to get some free information. It's super important. At least look it over. And uh, I would not be telling you this if I didn't honestly believe this would help you. Okay. They're going to help you with gold backed security in the money you have out there. Okay. And also, should you unload your money? What should you do? And depending on your age, there's different things. So please go do that. Text 989898 and text my name, Kate. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. That was a freaky story about uh, Provo Canyon, Utah and Ted Bundy. Ooh, how would you like to be watching that interview and realizing that was your first date as a married couple to almost really be victims of Ted Bundy? How you escaped yep. that running into a body he had just murdered. Can you even imagine? Uh, and you know what? Listen to those little inner voices. You know, sometimes I think we tend to think that we don't have to, but... We have them for a reason, right? Yep. And usually, I mean, you got the warning of, of danger. Uh, so, of course, uh, visit our great sponsors, Activate FIQ. Activate FIQ is where you go get copper and magnesium, whole C and cod liver oil if you want help with thyroid. Okay. Cod liver oil is a natural way to help with thyroid. And, uh, and whole C is amazing. So please go to activatefiq.com. It's always the code word Kate if you want to help us stay on the air. Okay. And we really need your help <laughs> right now. So please go and do that. And then I know you're going to get healthy anyway, because you're going to be taking copper and magnesium whole C instead of the other kind, absorbic acid. And I know you're going to be taking great supplements because Activate FIQ is one of the most trusted brands. Okay. It's only a few I would take in the whole brand industry. There's only a few brands I would actually digest. Um, and they're easy to digest. You know, okay. What, I have a caller. Oh, okay. okay. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. Hi. I actually experienced a lot of really weird things. I lived in Arizona. And my parents bought an old hotel. Ooh. And we renovated into a bed and breakfast. Uh-huh. And there were strange things happening all the time. Like one time on the third floor, because there were three floors, mm-hmm. and on the third floor there was a silhouette of a girl, a little girl in this dress. Okay. Yes. And literally she would leave pennies everywhere. It was this, every time we would find pennies, we'd pick them up and there'd be pennies again. But the one thing, wow. the two things that I remember the most when I was a kid was we had one of those doors that when you walked out to the back, uh-huh. it, it automatically shuts and locks. And the only way to open it is by pushing the bar to open the back door. Okay. Well, we were all sitting down in the dining room area, and we heard the door open and slam. And then open and slam. And we're like, what the heck? And we yeah. went over to check it out. There was nobody there. And when we were standing there, the door literally opened and slammed. And the second thing that I remember the weirdest thing was right before we were opening, we were going to have our grand opening um, on the second floor. Mm -hmm. The weirdest things would always happen, really strange things. And somebody had turned on the faucet. And now nobody is in this hotel. It's just my family and I and we're all on the bottom floor. Somebody turned on the faucet in the bathroom and it overflowed and made made the floor at least oh so we couldn't open that next day this is like amityville horror <laughs> go ahead right we we actually had somebody that could read spirits come into the hotel because so many strange things were happening oh my and she gosh. actually this 
Yeah, this lady told us on the second floor was a man who was very angry and did not want us to reopen the hotel. Wow. And did, so things like that would happen. Did you it guys get out? Thing. Did you get out of the hotel? Um, I mean, did you leave it? No, my parents still live there. In fact, they took the third oh, floor and made what? some of the rooms they renovated into a home. Oh, and, my gosh. Um, <laughs> They stayed there for years, but and we yeah. worked there with them because it was a family that operation. And I'm telling you, every time there was always something yeah. that would be strange in that hotel. Oh but it, you got this weird, yeah. eerie feeling when you right. were on the second floor. Oh so we always gosh. tried to avoid that floor. <laughs> Thank you very much for the call. Oh, my gosh. It reminds me of the very first movie I ever saw. A horror movie, and that was the only movie I've ever paid, actually, to get into that was a horror movie. It freaked me out that bad. Amityville Horror. We snuck in as kids, okay, because it was showing down the street. We all walked down there and got in, matinee. Amityville Horror. And then you're always thinking, why don't they move? <laughs> get out of the house. And that just, it just strikes me, strikes me when I'm listening to her story. Wow. That would freak me out, right? Yeah. Oh, you guys. There's some crazy stories. We're going to come right back. We'll take your calls. I cannot wait to hear from you and hear what you have. I have some, too, and uh, that we can share as well that are super freaky. So, um, And it just kind of gives you this sense that there's always this whole other unseen side that, uh, that we don't talk about, you know, that, that isn't, if you talk about it, you're a weirdo, although so many people have had experiences, I'm not quite sure how you could ignore yeah. it at this point, so... We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com, and uh, stay with us for sure. You're going to want to hear this uh, next part of the show. Be right back. You've heard me talking about copper. FIQ, the FIQ products are incredible. You heard me talk to Dr. Morley Robbins. You heard me talk to Dr. Alfonso Monzo. Look, copper is the ingredient we're missing, and it is the master mineral. It tells the other minerals what to do. Go to the bottom of katedalyradio.com. Look for the FIQ ad. When you see the FIQ picture, click on that. Um, at the bottom of katedalyradio.com where the sponsors are. You can also go to activate FIQ, activate the word F as in Frank, IQ.com and put in the code Kate and it'll help the show. You'll get your savings and you'll get tremendous products. Cod liver oil is amazing. And so is the whole vitamin C. Order the Recuperate, the copper product called Recuperate. And also I take magnesium. I take both every single day. You'll love magnesium.